0: Jack Scallions, join me for a few moments from my heart to yours. When I first started this podcast, I called it from my heart to yours. Well, many students of the scripture equate the heart of a man with the mind of a man. The psalmist says it like this, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. His plea in Psalm 139 was, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. It's thought by some that the soul of man is made up of the intellect, the emotion, and volition or will that acclimates all of us to this earth. Of all the wonders of the world, the human brain is the most amazing and the most mystifying. We ignore it and abuse it and yet accomplish unbelievable feats with it. Medical science has dissected it and psychiatrists have psychoanalyzed it Still, no one really understands all of its intricacies. We're told it contains 100 billion neurons capable of connecting to thousands of other neurons at a time. These synapse connections are equivalent to a computer with, a, with one trillion bits per second processor. It weighs about three pounds and consumes 25% of the body's blood supply and has no feeling, and is capable of repairing itself. It is 73% water, and it consumes 20% of the body's energy and oxygen. It has unlimited storage capacity, and we're told that the average man uses less than 10% of it in a lifetime. Although these statistics can be easily gleaned from a Google search, it should be remembered that God created the human mind on the sixth day of creation. God formed man of the dust of the ground. The physical body of man is composed of the same elements you find in a handful of dirt. In the act of divine direct creation, God then breathed into man the breath of life, identifying man as a spirit being. And the most fascinating statement is this, then man became a living soul. The statement is man became, not man has a living soul. Man then is a soul that has a body, and not a body that has a soul. The mental accomplishments of men have absolutely nothing to do with the kind of human being they are. Three men can walk side by side and be in three different worlds. Judas Iscariot and John the Baptist walked the same Judean paths, but they were poles apart in their thinking. It was true of Saul and David, true of Abraham and Lot, also true of Cain and Abel. I read of a man by the name of Stephen Hawkins, who was acclaimed by the intellectual community as one of the greatest minds of our century. He was an English theoretical physicist, an author, and director of research at the Center of Theoretical Cosmology of the University of Cambridge. He passed away March 14, 2015, and was interred at Westminster uh, with full honors He took his place with noted scientists such as Albert Einstein and Charles Darwin and Isaac Newton and Galileo and others. I read of the following intellectual conclusions formulated by Hawkins. He stated science makes God unnecessary. He stated the laws of physics explain the universe without need of a creator. He also said there is no God. No one created the universe. No one directs our fate, he says. God is a fairy story for people afraid of the dark. He stated we should establish colonies on other planets to give our species a backup plan. Needless to say, Mr. Hawkins was a gifted intellect, and I certainly don't want to take anything away from him in that regard. Yet his mental understanding of the universe of man and of God was diametrically opposed to the simple believer who holds the uh, the Bible as absolute truth. I wonder what input from what sources led to Mr. Hawkins' mindset. We all receive data that ultimately formulates our life's outlook. What's on your mind governs your entire life. The certainty of this fact gives rise to the volume of thought scripturally commanding us to guard our minds. Since we are what we think, we definitely should practice thoughts that are true and honest and just and pure and lovely. Our thoughts should be about good and virtue and praise. Dr. Lee Robertson, one of my heroes, said, You can only have one thought at a time. Make it a good one. Certainly there is validity in encouraging the power of positive thinking. But a true believer in Christ takes it one step farther and seeks to have the mind of Christ in every thought. The early disciples enjoyed unity due to embracing the same playbook. Two people traveling toward the same point will ultimately walk side by side. The devil's primary point of attack is always the mind. A foothold there gives Satan an advantage. He will cause us to strive mentally for things that ultimately work to our own demise. It is difficult for a believer to not be conformed to this world, especially in our thought life. Data constantly flows into our minds that places us in this world's mold. The word world itself in scripture is the word cosmos defined as the orderly arrangement of things. We speak of a world of fashion, the world of finance, the world of sports, or the world of entertainment. It is Satan that set those stages and many more to establish our thoughts earthward rather than setting our affections on things above. Romans chapter 12, verse number 2 explains that believers are to be transformed by constantly renewing our minds through the sieve of God's Word. Only then can we discern and fix values to the various elements that make up our lives. We weigh alternatives to make genuine choices that provide consistent advancement of God's will for us. The chemical reactions and electrical impulse of the brain cells are mechanical and they're biological. And in the truest sense, the brain does not originate thought. If our being originated in our brains, we'd be slaves to our gray matter. Therefore, it is my opinion that my original statement of the mind being synonymous with the heart emphasizes the seat or persona of each person or soul, if you wish, being much more than the brain. Long after our brains, along with the rest of these physical bodies, have returned to the dust, The real person will consciously live on. Remember, this has been Jack Scallion's. What a joy it has been for me to be able to come to you today with a few moments from my heart to yours.